0: On today's episode, we are going to dive into the new study that was published late last year on walking and on steps per day and why the new magical number is no longer 10,000 steps per day, because I know that's really, really hard for a lot of us to hit. So we're going to talk about what that new number is and what this four-year study found. But before we get into that, I want to hear from you. I want you to let me know what your favorite way to listen to this podcast is. Personally, I am somebody that loves to move when I'm listening to podcasts. For some reason in the car, it just doesn't hit for me. I have trouble. I I need music in the car. I think that's just how I am. But when I'm walking, I love to learn and I feel like I absorb it better And I also just sort of feel the energy better when I'm on a walk. So I am always a podcast and walk kind of girl, but screenshot this episode, tag me. Let me know if you listen to my episodes on walks, on the car, when you're at home folding your laundry, I need to know what you're doing so I can like visualize it and be part of it. Also, I want to know if you are somebody that is a mover like me, or if you just like to hang out and jam out on podcasts. Outside of that, Let's dive into this study and what it found, because it's actually really, really exciting. There hasn't been this legit of a study on movement in a long time. So this was published in the fall of 2020 by the U.S. National Institute of Health's All of Us Research Program. Like I said before, this study took place over four years. All the participants were given Fitbit wristbands. Shout out to Fitbit to track their step count and activity. Um, What's also nice is that like, it's really cool that we have more reliable data and higher quality data data to study because of these activity trackers. I know there's pros and cons to them, but the fact that we can get really high quality data because of that is super, super helpful. So previous research has obviously studied how Higher step counts can reduce the risk of diabetes, of high blood pressure, of obesity. Movement is medicine. We know this. And when I say movement is medicine, it's not just because of a calorie burn or weight loss. It's because it is truly medicine for our bodies and it can help reduce the risk of a lot of disease. But this study also found that getting more steps can lower a person's risk for acid reflux, for depression, and for sleep apnea. I mean, I'm here for all of those, but especially the depression, because I work with so many women that struggle with anxiety, with stress, with depression, with just like truly feeling happy in in their life. And I will always, always encourage movement like walking or dancing, especially dancing, because I think moving to the beat of the music is just like, it just releases so much from our body. But I encourage this for my clients. Even before I encourage strength training, I always work foundation up. And the foundation is let's just get your body moving more because the more we're moving, we're also releasing really happy hormones. We're releasing serotonin, we're releasing dopamine. These are things that help naturally combat depression, which will help us to naturally feel more motivated and be more consistent with ourselves. And that doesn't mean we need to set this massive goal of 10,000 steps per day, which I'll get into in just a minute. It just means we need to focus on moving more and feeling good more and taking the pressure of have-tos out of something that should feel really, really natural. So what is this new magical number that they found? Because it is not 10K steps per day. The magical number is now 8200 steps a day might keep the doctor away. So according to the CDC, most Americans get 3 to 4000 steps a day. Walking less than 5000 steps a day is considered sedentary. But you would be surprised how many women I start with that are getting anywhere from 2 to 4000 steps a day and at the end of the day it is just too little. I work with high-performing women, with busy women, with stay-at-home moms, with people that have side gigs, with CEOs, all over the board of high-performing women. There's never been a single woman that I have found where we have not been able to optimize time in her day in order to get more movement in, whether it's in the morning, whether it's at night, whether it's you know five minutes before the workout, five minutes after the workout, we're able to find something to be able to get their step count, at least to between five and six, if not more. So most of us are falling short. And I think a lot of that came in, especially with COVID, we just got really used to a sedentary lifestyle. And I hear a lot that, um, I gained weight during COVID and I haven't been able to get it off. But look, our lifestyles change during that time. And it's okay that they change. And it's okay that our bodies look different. But it's also understanding that that's not a COVID issue. That's we have adapted to a different lifestyle. And just like we've adapted that one way, we can also adapt the other way and start getting used to a more active lifestyle. So getting 8,200 steps a day, according to this study, may be the sweet spot, again, for reducing diabetes, high blood pressure, acid reflux, sleep apnea, depression, obesity, all of the things, which is super, super exciting. There's not this massive pressure of 10,000 steps a day. It's how do we move more? And something I like to implement with my clients is not setting the bar at the highest amount. Okay, so our new number, let's say it's 8,200. Look, if you're hitting 10,000 steps a day, you do you, you go girl. But let's say it's 8,200 and you're getting three to 4,000 steps a day. To say that you're going to go from 4,000 steps to 8,000 steps a day is going to be a big jump. That's basically saying I need to figure out how to add in two miles into my day. It's about 40 minutes of activity or walking. Is it possible? 100%. If you're a go-getter and you like extremes and you're like, I can do this. Hey, I'm with you and I will support you and cheer you on every step of the way. But that's not the case for most of us. And a lot of us don't have that 40 extra minutes that we can just magically find. So we need to build consistency and confidence in a more active lifestyle, which means we need to set a more realistic goal. I'm all for the unrealistic goals. You know, I love dreaming big. But when it comes to our health, for the majority of the women I work with, we don't have confidence in ourselves or in our body at all. Why? Because we've consistently done things and never been able to show up for them. And I'm not a fan of that. So I'm a big fan of being able to show up for you. So if you're getting 4,000 steps right now for the next two to four weeks, can we try and hit five to 6,000 steps a day? That's saying 10 minutes in the morning and 10 minutes at night or a 20 minute walk midday, whatever it might be. How do we focus on that and get really good at that? All of a sudden, if you do that for three or four weeks, not only have you increased 20 minutes of activity per day, which if you think about per week, that's almost two and a half hours of more activity. If you think about per month, we're talking 10 hours of activity. That's a massive amount that you've increased in 20 minutes a day. So like, don't discredit that. But when you do it at that pace, you're able to make it a lifestyle. So all of a sudden, 6,000 steps becomes easy and you can find ways to increase that even more to get to your 8,000 steps. Um, on top of that, let's chat about the next thing that I find a lot of women have trouble with is how do we get more steps in our day? What are ways that we can start to implement them? Because I'm not a huge fan of it of our movement feeling like structure. The biggest issue is that we will wait till the end of the day to get our steps in. We'll wake up. The second we wake up, we sit down at our desk. We're at our desk for eight hours. We're eating at our desk. We don't get up. We're not walking around. By the time six o'clock hits, five o'clock, six o'clock, not only are we hungry, we have our workout to do and we have to get our steps in. And we're like, screw it. I'm not going to be able to do all of that. So like, Why am I going to do it at all? We don't want your movement to feel like added structure, like another have to. We want this to come naturally. I don't want you pacing in circles around your house at 10 p.m. to try and hit your steps. I know some of you are smirking over there because we do it. We've all done it and we've all been there. I want you to find ways to naturally move your body more to make it part of your routine. When I moved to Denver, it was really, really important to me to find a place that was centrally located where I was able to walk to grocery stores, where I was able to, you know, walk a dog. There were, I was close to trails. That was really important to me when I found this place. So if you're moving somewhere, I would recommend being able to do that. If you're not moving anywhere and you're, you're at where you're at, I'm totally okay with that. But can we start to find ways to move around more? For example, when I take my dog outside, like most of us have dogs. Some of us don't. It's okay if you're not a dog person. I'm not going to hate on that. But if you have a dog, instead of every time just letting it out to watch watch it pee, every time I take Charlie outside, I take her around the block. Around the block is going to be anywhere between 900 and 1,000 steps. Every time she goes out, boom, that's what I do. When I go to get my mail, I live at the top floor of a building. It's like a 500-step adventure. In the morning, can you go for a five or 10 minute walk in the morning, get some sunshine in your eyes because it's going to help regulate your circadian rhythm so much. It's going to be so good for your hormones and you're getting that movement in. Can you move around more? Can you eat lunch at your desk? If you're work from home, can you eat lunch at your desk and then go for a five or 10 minute walk? I understand that we all have to get back for work, but if you can schedule a 30 minute lunch break to be able to eat and then go for a five or 10 minute walk, it's going to be a big jump. It's going to make a difference before your workouts. Can you get a 10 minute walk in on the treadmill or when you're lifting in between sets? Can you take a lap around the gym when I'm working out, even just lifting, I'm probably getting two to 3000 steps in by doing small things understand that these small things add up to really, really, really big changes. Add up to 2,000, 3,000 more steps a day without trying, without it feeling like structure. Low stress movement, walking, especially if weight loss or composition changes your goal, it's one of the best things you can do for your body and also for your mental health. So my question for you today is how can you just move a little bit more? This next week, What is 10 minutes in your day where you can start moving more? I want you to get really, really good at that for one or two weeks. And then I want you to start adding on to that and let me know how that feels. Remember, movement is medicine. It shouldn't be structure. It shouldn't take away from our lives. This gets to add to your life. And the more times you can find joyful movement, the better.